Hey. It's good to see you. Good to see you again, sir. Those eyebrows are looking. They're looking Puerto Rican, ain't it? <laughs> Tweeze them myself. Oh, man. Tweeze them myself. Uh, it's good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. How was your weekend? What'd you do? It's a long weekend. You know, we had a snow day. Snow day. Snow day, Monday. Didn't do much. I lounged around, uh-huh. nursed a bit of a hangover. Hungover? Yeah. What were you drinking? Uh, Jameson. I like I like whiskey. I'm a whiskey man. Whiskey? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is that a strand of Cristal? No, no. Cristal is a champagne. But I, I, I actually, I'm looking for my phone because I wanted to show you this. I know you don't drink. For those who don't know, Jared doesn't drink or smoke. He's, he likes to say sober. Sober-minded. He's a sober-minded. Sober but um, shout out to the people who do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like it when people do drink around me because after they get drunk, they tell me how much they love me. And mm-hmm. that's what I do love about that. I think I FaceTimed <laughs> you to tell you that. <laughs> you sure did. I love you so much, man. So thank you. I appreciate the love. I had a Japanese whiskey yesterday. It was What's so that? smooth. Santori whiskey. Toki. Taki, taki, taki. Toki, yeah. It toki. was really good. Very smooth. Brown. Tasted delicious. Well, oh, it's gold. Yeah. It's pretty. You drank that whole thing? No, 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 no. I would never. Um, it was smooth. Smooth uh, whiskey, yeah. Did you, um, were you by yourself? Who were you with? I was with a friend. We were discussing podcasts. Oh, dope. Yeah. Dope. Uh, I ran into my cousin. Ran into my cousin, him and his wife. They came to the crib. They were going to see Anita Baker. I don't, I don't know what, some old singer who's doing that final episode. They're doing that. It was funny because after they went to the concert, they hit me. I'm like, where are you at? I had a show at Broadway late at night. And I was like, I'm here. I'm like five minutes away from you. I said, or, because he goes, where can I see good comedy? I said, just go down to the cellar, watch the show there. But he didn't know the protocols of that. So he's like outside yelling at them, talking to the bouncer, just like, why can't I come in? I was like, you need a reservation. He goes, I'm going to just walk in. And they're like, no, you need a reservation. Then he goes down there, and they see Hannibal Barris, And they walk up to Hannibal Barris, And his wife's like, Did you? they take a picture out of me. He's like, is he on stage right now? <laughs> is he on stage right now? Hannibal's like, nah, I didn't see him, no. <laughs> and then they finally let my cousin in. I was like, "All right, you got to come in. It'll be seventeen dollars and a two-item minimum." He goes, "Never mind. I don't want to go anymore." <laughs> <laughs> it's dope seeing people out. You know, shout out to the snow days. Yeah, shout out to snow days. We we didn't. I think I think the the mayor was just like, you know what? We haven't had one all year. Let's just throw one their way. And it wasn't even snowing that. It much. wasn't. The it sun wasn't. was out. Everything else. Last night though, were you out last night? Yes, I was. It was a. Uh, I was in Brooklyn. It was pretty. It was snowing pretty bad. Those boots that you gave me, them things that <laughs> my whole feet were freezing inside. When I had to go back. It's straight leather. Straight leather. News. Uh, our president, President Donald J. Trump. Donald Trump back at it again. Uh, he gave Chick Fil A and McDonald's to, to North Dakota, um, football team. North Dakota. Uh, FCS championship. Oh, the D two championship. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were. They're like seven, seven out of the last eight years they've won. But he fed them, you know, He's like, you guys are good. McDonald's good. But you know what? I actually think that's better than what he served Clemson because Chick-fil-A is way better than McDonald's. Chick-fil-A is delicious. So I don't know what they put in there. Was it a Sunday they went there? Did they go I, on I'm a not, Sunday? Um, on Monday? It was a Monday. Oh, because if they went on Sunday, that was disrespectful. But if he went Monday. No, 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 no. Son. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Chick-fil-A is so good. It is. So that's a that's a step up from McDonald's. That's the dang. 
I like how the president is just like, I'm going to treat the college kids what they're worth. And it's like, y'all don't get paid anyway, so you should be happy with free food. They're used to McDonald's. Shout out to President Trump. Other news, Pete Davidson uh, is dating this woman, Kate Baconsale. Yeah. Uh, she's 45 years old and he's 25. You think they're happy? You know, that's the best way to recover from Ariana Grande. You know what I mean? <laughs> just date her mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> just date her great aunt if that's what you're trying to do, Pete Davidson. That's do you think the, they're happy? No, I don't. I don't know what what grown woman's happy with a twenty five year old man who just finished dating a young pop star. That is, what is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't. I think she's just. I don't know who this woman is, and maybe she's a famous actor or whatever she is. But I know people know who she is now, and that's a way to get some clickbait. We're talking about it. Yeah. So definitely. I I see what she's doing. Attaching, <laughs> taking his, taking Ariana Grande's fan base. So taking I get fan it. based. I love it. Oh, let me let me get you caught up. Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson. You know, I saw something about, but I I just don't know the story. Turns out, my lady got me all caught up, and I read the story. So, little recap: Khloe Kardashian, uh, O.J. Simpson's daughter, um, is in a romantic relationship with Tristan Thompson. Correct? Yes. Tristan Thompson has cheated on her several times. But as of recently, he cheated on her with Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods just sat down with Jada Pinkett Smith at this show called Red Table Talk. Okay. That's on Facebook, right? Turns out Jordan Woods' parents, her dad, was the producer for The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hmm. And her st- her godfather is Will Smith. <laughs> so it turns out the Kardashians were trying to pretty much ice out Jordan Woods. And the Smiths stepped in and stopped them from doing it. Right. Which was, so it's pretty much like everything on Twitter. The just, Smiths are a powerhouse. Yeah, so pretty much you can see all the, because Chloe's like, so Chloe tells Jordy, she tweets out, you tore up my whole family. And then everything started hitting at Chloe. Told him, he didn't tear up your family. Christian tore up his family. So now Chloe's backtracking and saying she's more hurt by Jordy. You started sending me all of these all these memes, the me- but the I'm memes, just like the I- memes. The memes. The memes are saying that Tristan wants to be out of the relationship, but Chloe's holding him in. Mm-hmm. After he cheated. After he cheated, so Jordy said the only thing they did was kiss. They said they're at a party dancing. They said he pulled her and kissed her, but Chloe's 35. Okay. Tristan Thompson's 26, mm. and Jordy is 21. What I find ironic about this whole situation is all the Kardashians are getting mad at her. For taking Chloe's man, but every Kardashian is took someone else's man. Mm. Let's go through it. Go through it. Kim Kardashian, right? Before she got Kanye Amber West, Rose. she took him. There you go. Amber Rose, took you're right. From Amber Rose. Chloe actually took Tristan Thompson when Tristan Thompson's pregnant girlfriend was pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's how she got Tristan. Uh, Kylie Jenner. She took Tyga away from Black China, and Black China and Kim were best friends. Mm. Same thing that happened with Jordy and Chloe. Uh, who else? Chris Jenner took O.J. Simpson away. Oh my god! <laughs> took O.J. Simpson away. Question, question. Can or can oh, one? Oh, and Kendall. Kendall took Ben Simmons away from that singer Tinashe. So you guys are trying to tear up this yeah, young yeah. woman for something that you guys done a whole career of. Right. Um, here's the question: Do you actually believe that? A woman can take a man from another woman. I had that. I had somebody ask me that question. That's why I'm asking. Yes, you. I think so. You think so? I disagree. 
what if a man has no other option? He's just like, this is the best option for me. No, no, no. For me, if when I'm, when you're in, when I'm in, I'm in. Yes. Right. I'm in. There's no. There's nothing you can do. You could pop it on a handstand, and I still wouldn't. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Pop it on a handstand. I still wouldn't move. I'm not budging. I know what you're saying. You're saying that. Are you saying? Go ahead. Are you saying that? A woman can't make a man leave. A man can leave on his own. A man, he, he was never there to begin with. Uh, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Jordan didn't make Christian leave. Christian, no. been, he's been out he's of been, He's been out He's of been it. gone. Yeah. He's been finding ways to break up with Chloe. He's called Lamar, asked him what Lamar did. And Lamar's like, I'm still trying to get her back. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, that was the, that was the, the one oh, of the, the memes. You know what I mean? It's like, have you really tried everything? And it just has like Chris Rock smoking a crack, crack pipe. A crack pipe. That's terrible. It's terrible, and I guess it's I guess it's funny. It's kind of ironic that all the Kardashians have little black kids, and they have black. They all have black kids. You're something else. They all have black kids. But and aren't they Moroccan? They're from uh, they're from that um, oh, what's that country called? It's in the it's in the not in the Middle East. They're Armenian. They're not Iraqi. They're Armenian. Okay. But I'm saying though, they're they have all their kids are black. They're black. Kylie has a black kid. Kim has four four black kids. So I was like, how can they? We we're not gonna let you tear down a black woman, and your kids are black. I think it's just they're more like it was more of a house. Do you think? Do you think this is just creating a buzz for for the next season? I think it was until they went on Jada Pinkett's show and they took the buzz away. Mm. No, so, actually, that might give it more buzz. I think it's kind of like it's kind of di- it's kind of crazy how. I'm, we're supposed to hate Tristan Thompson and Jordy, but now I'm cheering for them. You're rooting for them? You want them to start a relationship? Jordy Woods is Thanos. What if she really destroys all the Kardashians? I don't think she'll destroy them. What if she puts a mark in them where everyone's like, no. What if Tristan Thompson just takes down the Kardashians and he has a speech? Dread it. Run from it. I think that might happen. But we'll we'll, we'll catch up if anything else we'll happens. See. Seems like Chloe. We'll you know, I think O.J. Simpson just needs to call his daughter and just let her know, you know, you made some mistakes and dad can come help you. <clears throat> oh, celebration today. Mm, for today makes the 19-year anniversary of the PlayStation 2. Shout out to the PlayStation 2. Play. How old were you when the PlayStation 2 was there? Uh, That was 2002. No, no, two. that was like 2001, right? 2001, because 50 Cent dropped 2003. What was the first game? What was your favorite game, PlayStation 2? My favorite game, absolute favorite game for PlayStation 2 would have to be Kingdom Hearts. What, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Kingdom uh, Hearts. What's the main character's name? Kairu. No, it's not Kairu. I forget, but it, I I played it. it Sora, was, Goofy. I love that game. It's the power of the Keyblade. Such a good game. That game was so long, though. Oh, yeah. my God, that game was so freaking long. I wasn't even mad about it, though. I was like that. I think there was a Kingdom Hearts two. They're actually they made a new one. It's like there's a bunch of them. They have a GameCube one, but uh, not a GameCube. I'm sorry, a Game Boy one. But I've only played the first one. Then, then the story just got a little it got to be too much, and <laughs> I'm just Simba like, uh, was inside of it. I everything ch- else, I checked out after that. Kingdom but I, Hearts, and then Final Fantasy would have to be right up there too. Final Fantasy X, which is probably one of the second best Final Fantasy since Final Fantasy VII. Wasn't it a double disc, right? Yeah. It yeah. was a double, I remember seeing yes. a double disc. And didn't Kingdom Hearts stole a lot of that stuff from Final Fantasy? Same graphics, everything else. Well, what happens is that, that 
it was all Disney, like a lot of the Disney stuff, uh-huh. and that was part of. So some of the kid, Disney characters, just like they took, um, like they would have like Aladdin and all these other characters right. from Disney. They also took some of Final Fantasy characters. So it wasn't like they were stealing anything, but the characters, the main characters, do look a lot like a lot of Final Fantasy. What a Final Fantasy character would look like. And some of the Final Fantasy characters were inside of Kingdom Hearts, right? Yes, that's what I just said. Yeah, I was just like, I was like making correcting it. Oh, okay. Saying yeah. like correct, like I agree with you. Yes. What other game? Um, Are you a Madden dude? You ever play Madden? I did. I did. I played Madden. I was. I think I mentioned it in the first podcast. But I, I was. It's probably the only sports game that I play. Madden. Madden. Dang, I remember that. Hold that joystick. Hit that that yeah, hit yeah, stick. Yeah. Call that audio. Like I was. I was on it. Madden. Um, Grand Theft Auto. Grand three. Three. I remember. That's when it changed the game. Three. Yep. That's when you could break into the cars and yeah. punch people and stuff like that. Yep. Grand Theft Auto. I like Grand Theft Auto three, and mine was San Andreas. San Andreas. Devil May Cry was a good game too. Um, Metal Gear Solid was mine. Metal Gear Solid. Snake Eater. Ooh. Had the best theme song. Had the girl coming out. What a thrill. Darkness and silence through the night. It's like, yeah, Snake Eater. <laughs> he used to come up behind people and like take them out. And he's a choking for mine. Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, did you ever play Tekken? No, I'm not a Tekken fan. Really? Yeah. Not no a Tekken. Tekken fan. Do you don't like fighting games? I do. It's just that Tekken, all, the, all of them are like stiff. The characters are stiff. They had a, they had a volleyball game for Tekken. Tekken Ball. That's a bad idea. I love that game. No, terrible. No other PlayStation games? Um, Crash Bandicoot? Nope. Nope. Never was a... God of War. God of War. God of War. I played... It was WWF Raw versus SmackDown. Oh, you know what? Def Jam. Oh, <laughs> Vendetta. Yeah, Def right Jam, York, Vendetta. Yeah. Oh, snap. They had everyone. You forgot Joe about that. They had Joe Biden. I used to play as Joe Biden. Red I was a Matt. Joe Biden fan. Really? I was, yes. What the hell? Yeah. The Joe Budden podcast. Wow. Joe Budden. That was that big, brolic black dude, the one you had to win. I played Method and Redman. Yep. And uh, there was another one. Oh, uh, I played with Noriega all the time. No, Was Snoop on there? Snoop was in there. Right? No, he was on the second one. Okay. He was a boss on the second one. That game was hard, man. That was hard to beat that game if you had it on hard. Yeah, I don't think I ever beat it. I just played it. Right. Let's close this current events. Uh, Momo, if you don't know, the Momo Challenge. If you have any kids out there, monitor your kids' screen. Momo is a a ghoulish. You ever seen that? Like that? I don't forget what that little sleepy Christmas la la la. The nightmare for before Christmas. Those little skeletons. That's what Momo looks like. And Momo, if you're watching the show, he comes up and he says to kill yourself. To hurt yourself or something. To hurt yourself. So if you got kids out there and they're on the internet, not on the internet, I think it's YouTube videos. Does he come on through in YouTube videos? Yeah. So it comes through through YouTube videos. He like encourages Peppa the pig to kill himself, everything else. So if you got kids and they're talking about Momos, just tell those kids uh, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. And stay away from Momo, his mom, his dad, and then you don't want no Momo with Momo. Mm. I took a look at it. I find it pretty scary, but... It's also a joke, so. It was a joke? No, no, what I mean is, like, as an adult, you see it as a, right. have somebody come up. But to the kids, they, they, might they say there's real. some girl in Argentina just hung herself. 
Really? Yes. Because, yeah, parents, watch after your kids on YouTube. You know what I mean? Stay, put the parental lock on. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. Go ahead. Got a question for you. Got an answer. Did you hear about um, Sean Oakman? Sean Oakman. Uh, yeah, the guy from Family Matters. Family Matters? No. What? No. Oh. <laughs> it's the football player. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. It's the football player who was released recently. Oh, yes, I did. Um, For that rape charge? Baylor University. Baylor University. There you go. I think it's actually known as like Baylor something, right? The coach got fired because of him, I think. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that part. They did an interview and he was crying after he got, is it called liberated? When he got liberated? <laughs> when he, when, when he, he was... When they let him go, right? Relieved. Relieved. He was crying. He said, my coach got fired because he was a leader on the team. He did not rape the girl, correct? Did not rape the girl. Um, but did you hear about the other guy that did six years? No. What did he do? It was the same, same, pretty much the same story. Did six years, and they just released him because the girl admitted that it wasn't true. I guess it was eating her up. Come on. Yeah. Is she still on the streets? I Do you think that she'd be? No, she should be in prison. She should be in prison? For the time that he served, and she should serve double that time, and pay the state money. She probably have the money. Pay the state money for that's that's effed up. That's messed up. Took that guy six years. Took he's his probably, life away. He's probably in there getting abused because he went in there for rape, which is frowned upon, Correct. right? And so he's sitting there telling all these people, "I am no, I really didn't do it." And the rest of them are like, "Yeah, I, I didn't do my crime either." Right, and he's sitting there. Yeah, if if she should be she should be in prison for what she's done, and she should she should be in Guantanamo Bay prison. That's where she should be. I think it it she abused several things. One, she abused like she played on how men are more powerful than physically more powerful than women, and so right. it's easier to believe that story versus a man getting raped. Mm-hmm. Um, she also played on the fact that she's a woman. Right. There's right. there's there's a lot of levels to this. Also, um, currently like feminism is a big thing, and the Me Too movement, and so on and so forth. And so it would it's easier to like frown. It's easier to to support a woman right now, right? To support women. Correct. Um, and I think she played on all those things and got him sent. Was he a football player? I can't remember. I just know he did six years. I was reading. I read the article very quickly. You know, I'm, I'm just like reading articles right. now from time to time. And I read it really quick. He did six years, came home after she admitted that she lied. She lied. I guess it was eating her up. Prison. Another one, US, USC. This college kid was supposed to be a USC a football player back when, like, when Reggie Bush was playing. And when he was in high school, this girl accused him of rape. He went to prison. And then at the end, she said she apologized. He went on Facebook. And she goes, hey, I'm sorry. And he goes, can I use this? And he got liberated. He tried out for the NFL. Didn't make it. But it's just like he ain't played football in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like the police and the legislators have to, they have to, if, if you're lying under oath and stuff like that, you can't go to jail for that. Lying in the courtroom. Absolutely. But I think that. You, you can't ever take that time away that you took away from that man. Sometimes I, I don't want to, I don't want to lean on like when lying under oath. Right. I don't, mm-hmm. that's not what I want to, I don't want that to be the the reason why people why people go to jail right what i do want to lean on is that it's so much easier for a man to go to jail for raping a woman than it is the other way around right and so a woman instinctively a lot because when we were in the military this is a true story when we were in the military 
there's so many rape charges, right, that, that come up because a lot of women are trying to get out of, out of orders. What do you mean get out of orders? So sometimes nobody wants to, a lot of people don't want to go on, on a tour, right? What's on called a shit. on a tour, which means like you go out for 10 months and come back. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're away from your kids, you're away from your family. So a lot there's a lot of things start to happen. You see so people start to hurt themselves, right? People breaking their legs and breaking their arms intentionally to get out of orders, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happens is a lot of women get pregnant and a lot of women say they've been raped. And so they have to be moved. They have to be separated from the male. And they have to be off the ship. Yeah. And it's proven that they lied? Some It comes up. So I would say it's it's about 50-50. Like 50-50, it does happen. And 50-50, and they don't it's a lie. Out, do they get kicked out of the military for I, it? Or? It's different. Every, every scenario is different. different. Yeah. Race also plays a, a major part in that. It's, it's sad. I mean, there's a male privilege and there's a female privilege that can happen. Mm-hmm. But to these people that are accusing people that have not done wrong and they've admitted to their wrong, they gotta they gotta serve maybe I'm gonna say a minimum of fifteen years in prison. I say I say three years. Three that's all? Just three years we're taking I say, a, I say three years. I'm gonna say fifteen. No, no, no. Oh, solitude confinement. It also depends on how much time the male has done. So if he's done six years, you what should if he's probably done fifty years. He she should probably get tagged with the same amount. Emmett Till, he didn't do that stuff. He was killed because of that. Yeah. She should do Yeah, you got you gotta do that time. Other article I uh, we talked about not even an article it was a video. Jenny May or Jenny May, Jenny May. She's from the show The Real, right? And she was having a problem because she said she doesn't. She said she's having a hard time. She has to pay spousal support to her ex husband. Oh right, right. I did see something like that. Spousal support to her ex husband, and she doesn't. I guess she's not aware. She doesn't like it. But my thing is, you guys are married. You're the big fish. You better pay that man his money. Yeah, but because if it was the other way around, he there's plenty of men who are playing paying spousal support. spousal support now. I think that the whole idea is a little weird, um, but I can see, I can see where it might have came from. I, I I just I don't understand it. I do understand that sometimes one of the one of the partners sacrificed their career to be at home with kids or mm-hmm. or to move. I have a. A good um, good friend of mine, I was actually with him this weekend. Um, he says his he's in the military and mm-hmm. he has to move every three years, and so it, it's just the way that it is. Every three years they Kinda have to move. move. They have to move to a different location, and so his wife has sacrificed um, her career one to raise the kids and two to to um, to keep up the home right, uh, and now this set of orders i was having a conversation with him he says that this set of orders his wife will pick where they're going based on what she, where she's working now because they have a location over there and she'll be able to transfer that's 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 respectable that's yeah. commendable you yeah. got to being a military spouse is one of the hardest things in the world i agree because someone has to unless they're both not military something has to give does that make sense absolutely my friend uh, my friend, she is a first lieutenant, right? She was her and her boyfriend started dating. She was twenty, he was nineteen. They were in college. They met at they met at a place where me and my lady met. And when she graduated college, she became a second lieutenant, and she was in charge of. She told me this. We just recently talking about. She became in charge of like thirty people. And then when she came first first lieutenant, she got in charge of one hundred thirty five people, and they were dating. 
in like a, a little a big city and then she went to a smaller city and she said that he everything like what he was going to accomplish in life she was about to make six figures and she hasn't turned 27 yet that's interesting and it was just like he could it's not like he couldn't take it like he was happy when she was in ROTC but when she got the elevation and the higher rank it was just like I'm working he goes I like this job I'm climbing throughout my job she goes if I get moved I need you to move with me mm. I would need you to quit where you're doing right now and come with me and that's a that's a sacrifice did he do it? they broke up they broke up because he had to move or because of her status? I mean, her, her income. She thinks that I told her he broke up because he knew. He pretty much said pretty much that you're too good for him. And I said, the good thing is that, you know, he told you this now instead of waiting until you are second lieutenant or working to your lieutenant colonel and being insecure in those meetings. What meetings? You know, you, you officers hang out with officers. You know what I mean, right? And I think it's hard. I think it's harder for a man's ego to be a spouse. It's harder for a man ego. It shouldn't be that way, though. It shouldn't be. My boy, true story. When we were growing up, his mom was a general. His dad was a retired major or something like that. But he made cakes, so he was a baker. So when he would discipline his son, <laughs> he would discipline his son. He goes, son, I'll hit you. You better listen to me. He goes, you better go bake a cake. You know mom runs all the business. You know mom. <laughs> I remember his dad would come in and yell at us. and was like, y'all need to get off that, that PlayStation and get everything else. He goes, dad, if you don't go make a cake, you know mom's paying all the bills up in here. You know good and well. You know the general's out here making moves. That's interesting. I, um, look. You it saw takes while you were on the you're in the navy. What was it like when you see? Did you talk? Well, this them? is what I'm saying. It, it takes a special kind of human being to be a spouse, um, connected to somebody in the military. It takes a special kind of human being. This person, at least once a year, or at least once every two years, two to three years, they're going away for about a year. Right. During the time that they're working their way up to that time, to that that date that they're leaving, they're still going out. We used to have to do what's called workups. Workups is when you go out for two weeks and then come back. You're home for three weeks and then you go back out for twelve days and you come back and you're home for two weeks and then you go back. Those are called workups. So you can be doing workups, maybe six seven months out before you go out on this twelve month deployment. Right. It's terrible, and so. Um, they put up with that and they're at home and not, not only that there's people who who move far far away from home to go live with this person who's not there 60% of the time so you move to a town that you're not familiar with you don't nobody there and and then as you go as you go they go out and they party you start to meet your friends all are connected to the military you, it, it's just a it's a small pocket a small community right and you hang out with the same your military spouses, right. and it's just it's. Uh, no, I get I it. Why my mom it. sent us it. away? My mom would just send us away for like months, or the whole summer. I was like, why don't we get to stay home? She just needed a break. Yeah. I saw this woman. She was military spouse, three kids, trying to get her kids through TSA. The hardest thing. Just. Why did they give her a hard time? No, she had a hard time. Why? She had four suitcases that the kids... Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. She's bar- infants. She had two infants, two infants and another toddler, and she was trying to get through TSA. And you can tell she's just breaking down. 
I just need Chad here. Chad's not here. We need to go everything else. I was like, here, I can help. Can I just move everything else? I know what it's like. A lot of people get married because of the money. It's like it's a big pay jump, mm-hmm. especially when your your significant other is living in um, an expensive city. So like New York, San Diego, stuff like that. So you'll get a huge pay jump. So a lot of people get married for that. And so the divorce rate is so high. So because that wasn't a real marriage, but then there's also people who really get married and then all this moving makes it hard. All the moving, all the the separation, it, it makes it really hard. So so um, divorce rates are high because of that, too. It's just a combination of things that come together, a series of unfortunate events or whatever, you, however you want to put it, that make it so that um, being in the military and serving in the military is one of the hardest thing you have to do, not necessarily because um, you're out there, you know, being, you possibly could go to war, but it's because you're fighting a war at home every day. Mm. Say that again so the fans can marinate, marinate on that fish, <laughs> I just, you know what it's I mean? Just, just that, you know, it's a big fight. You're fighting every day on top of, a marriage is a fight to begin with, right? You're sitting there and you're fighting, right? You, you trying to keep up this this marriage right you want to keep it all together you have a significant other if you have a child that's that plays a part too and you're ho- far away from home so you, my friend my we, same friend with his wife he didn't get to meet his daughter until she was six months old his first daughter dude it's and it's and stuff my one of my 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 boys got to go to my church his son's going into the military and i told him i was like look man whatever you do don't get married as soon as you get there and don't blow your money on a car as soon as you go through and listen, everyone yep. be blowing their monies on cars. Don't blow your money on a car. First thing they do, blow the money on a car. Everyone got this money. And I said, whatever you do, don't get married. I know them barracks are going to be lonely, but don't get married. Because if you do get married, you better get divorced within five years. Because in 10 years, she can take half your retirement or he can take half your retirement. After 10 years? 10 years, you can take half the retirement. Well, he, and they deserve half the retirement. Even though if you're not there, that's still a stressful being inside there. One of these, uh, my 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 football coach, him and his wife aren't married, but she got half that retirement. And that thing hurt him, boy. When I say that thing, when that thing hurt him, I seen this guy tell him, "Ooh, half the retirement. Ooh, mm. oh, that hurts." Mm-mm-mm. That's uh, a long time. Ten years in the military. How stressful that is. You deserve half the retirement. I was gonna do twenty years. Twenty? Yeah, I was. I was gonna be a lifer. If if it wasn't for um, my marriage at the time, I would have done twenty years. I, I was I, actually getting ready. So I was in the process of switching rates, which, which is like some people might call it the MO, your MOS or MOE. I forgot what it was. Uh-huh. Your job, basically. And um, I was switching to a job that was tailored more for me that, that I felt like I would I would be better at, which was like IT. Right. Um, so I started studying for IT before even putting in the paperwork because I wanted to take the, that exam. And... Uh, and then I started to struggle in my struggle in my marriage, and then all these things started to, like it felt like it felt like all the little small things were a lot bigger than what they really were. And so I'm at work, and the things that that didn't bother me before were starting to bother me. They were, it was getting to me, right. and so I said, you know what? I'm gonna make a decision. I'm gonna get out. I'm, I'm gonna, I was getting ready to enlist, and my my um, my divisional officer kept asking me, ah, when are we gonna sign these papers? Oh, I'll give you an extra week off. Like that's not something he can do, but right. Um, yeah, he's just. They really wanted me to stay. I was actually really good at my job. I was really, really good at my job. But 
uh, it was time for me to go. Some people are military people. You can uh, see it in their eyes. My you older can brother. My, one of these girls I went to high school with, I remember since we're in like ninth grade, everything, ROTC, before ROTC, everything else. I was like, yeah. I remember like seeing her ninth grade. I was like, she's going to marry someone who's in the military. She's got to be with someone in the, ooh. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's got to happen. Um, I think, I think who, a military spouses and military kids, they got it rough too. I was a military kid. Military kid. kids? I was a dependent, and I feel like those are the worst kids because they know how to. Worst fin- kids. They're the smartest. Yeah, I say those are the worst kids because they know how to maneuver through the system. Mm. But I think they also they get a taste of the world. Yeah, I I feel like my father spoiled me through his success. Even though he's very strict, he showed me the whole world. So now I'm not contented with anything because I've seen most of it. Mm. Mm. So even though he raised me to be, and you feel like you're not. Because you've seen better. I've seen, I've seen you've him. You've lived better. I remember my dad walked into a room. He was a lieutenant colonel, and everyone stood at attention. I was sitting there like, wow, freak. Mm-hmm. They go, yes, your old man right there. I'm like, dang, man. And then I was like talking to my brother. I was just like, I've seen, I've seen the highest. Not even the highest. I've seen the success rate. So now I'm like, whatever I'm doing, I'm like, man, I'm freaking 30 right now. What the, what am I doing? I'm not moving as fast as I should be. Right. And I was like, man, what if I would have just went to the military the way I was? But I was like, man, why did God bless me with this Leonidas beard? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and <laughs> Leonidas beard. You can't cut this thing. In the military, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, when it comes to money and being financially stable, right? Stability. If you're confused and you, you don't know where your life is going, you have no plans. You don't want to go to school. You're done with school. Go to the military. Get a GI Bill to figure it out. Get a GI Bill. You know what? Whoever's in the military or army, they should contact us. We should be recruiters because we're <laughs> doing a really good job recruiting right now. Yeah, I was really lucky. I scored really good on my ASVAB. I got a decent job. I actually really like my job. I might not necessarily because I, I'm from the Bronx. Grew up in the Bronx. Um, and so when I went to the military, it's like the first time that I had to work with all of these people from different parts of that 19 year old who didn't know how to, you know, I moved out when I was 16. So we got a 19 year old didn't know how to like shower. It was, it was, yeah, this kid, he honestly really did not know how to shower. He was just like, jump in and jump out. I'm like, your mom didn't teach you anything. Did she? He didn't know how to do his laundry. It's a night. This is an adult. Did you walk him through showering? No. Did you teach him how to? Sh- no, no. I I didn't want to be a part of that. He's he lived he slept under my rack. Yeah, he was a very, and you could see like you can see who who's been whose hands been held their entire life. Mm-hmm. They're different people from different parts of the world. Uh, different people from different parts of the country. Down south people are, they're interesting people. Great people. They're interesting. I Great say interesting. People. I'm not saying that they aren't great. <laughs> what I am saying is that they're interesting. Just like New York people, very interesting. Right. Well. No, and yes. I, I can I can see why why it, this, this it's culture. The the culture is different. Right. Um, but the I love the food. Food's great. Yeah, down south food is fantastic. I like how you give the active duty perspective, and being a dependent, I was always meeting people from around the world all the time, and I would have to move all the time. So I was always very good at making connections, right? asking questions and everything. So like, that's why I feel like I can be in any room and I can find a connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. 
everywhere in the world, I feel like I can like I can at least talk about something. You know what's interesting about that? Not to veer off topic for a second. I was going through a process where I just wanted to be a better person, right? Mm-hmm. I think we spoke about this before, and I just didn't know where to start. And I started with like I I'm not littering anymore, right? And that's how I started. It, it's become something else now for me. I work on something different every month, and it changes. But um, one of the things that I wanted to stop doing was you, you ever see somebody and something about them bothers you? Yes. It's like, oh, man, I hate the way this person's face looks or I hate the way <laughs> those are some ugly glasses, right? Wow, yes. And what I do now, what well, I used to, that was one of the, my monthly, I, excuse me, one of my goals was every time I met somebody, instead of immediately saying what I didn't like about them, I'd point out something that I did like about them. So, oh, I like, I like your book bag. Got it. I, I like your I like your hair. Uh, oh man, that's some nice earrings. Um, and it helped it helped me with connecting with other people in that I was more open to having a conversation with them, right? Because as you meet somebody, if you don't like the if the first thing you say is I don't like your earring, mm-hmm. it it in, unintentionally turns into I don't like you, which isn't the case, right? But when you meet somebody and you point out something that you genuinely enjoy about them, it's easier for you to spark up a conversation. Hey, I really like those glasses. Where'd you get those? I've seen you do that before. You've too. seen me do it, right? Right. Now just piggyback. Yeah. What type? Yeah, of- yeah. Why would you would you say that's a defense mechanism? Why you would find something that you yes. don't like of a person? Yes. Where you teased a lot? No, I think it's because we are conditioned to to be protective of yourself. And if you don't like somebody, if you don't like something about somebody, it doesn't mean that they're trying to hurt you. But it feels like it. There, it's like you're offending me. I got you. Do you you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that just because we, I was raised in such an aggressive place. If I don't like every single thing about you, then I don't like you, right? And it was something I had to break out of. And I, as you slowly, as you grow up, like you have to take a step back and say, all right, all of these things that I that I learned. I have to chuck these out the window because these don't apply anymore. I don't need them. I have no use for them. I have to get rid of them and start with and start a new toolkit. I was slightly like that, but a little different. I remember as we moved around a lot, I was I got upset of the whole process of trying to make new friends again. Did that does that bother you? It doesn't bother. As I got older, I realized how cool it was. But when I was young, it bothered me because. The way my voice is, was, it was like this as a child. So when I got there, when I remember I was like living in North Carolina for a while. You just had that deep voice? Not deep voice, but it was just like, you know, I don't talk like a typical typical goon, you know what I mean? Even though a lot of, I know a lot of goons when I was in school, they're like, oh, you talk like a white dude. I was like, well, what do white dudes talk about? <laughs> or why, why, what do white dudes sound? That's so like, interesting. Little, you were saying that, you, I know that you told me that you didn't even really learn English until later on. But what, what was it you were saying about because you were in Germany? No, 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 no. That was that was that was a different one. I was saying that. No, that that was a different one. That was I'll freak. Uh, no, 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 no. So you had an accent. That's what it was. You had, I had an, an accent. accent. I had a twang. Yes. I had a twang because I moved around, so I was right. picking up accents from different places. So like, you didn't know where I was from. Okay. So we're deep in the south, and I sound like I'm not from the south at all. I don't sound like they don't know where I'm from. So they were like, "You sound like a white dude, right?" And the crazy thing about it is. It was like people were already, they've already made these friendships because they've known a person for like eight years. You know what I mean? If you're from the same town like you, like you got your sandbox friends. I bet in eighth grade, you've probably been knowing the same people you had in eighth grade since you grew up, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So when I would come to a town, I meet a friend. I remember this black kid. He's actually my cousin. I didn't even know that. He goes, he was like, I mean, we're like sixth grade. He goes, I'm mad. You're my friend Jack. You hanging out with Jack all the time, and Jack's my best friend. And I remember being so accurate, being like, you can't afford to live in Jack's neighborhood. That's why we hang out. <laughs> And my mother, my grandmother came and like slapped me in the mouth. I was like, you don't need to be making fun of people's income. That ain't right. But I was so defensive of just like, I'm not going to come and just do this all over again. I remember I got in a fight in front of my brother. These dudes jumped me. Like three dudes jumped me. And I just kept getting up. And I was like, all right, look, I'm just going to keep fighting. I'm like, I'm going to bite them. Everybody else biting them, scratching everything. And then after that, they just stopped beating me. They're like, look, man, we too tired, man. We ain't going to hit you no more. And then after that, they stopped bothering me. But I remember like every place, I'm like, man, I got to reprove myself, everything else. So like I was upset, but then when I start when I lived in Tokyo in the Netherlands, I was like, no, nah, I embraced. It. I was like, no, nah, I like being a military kid now. I was like, cause I'm around other kids that understood me. Mm-hmm. But when I was with other kids that never traveled before, I was like, you getting mad about Greenville, North Carolina? <laughs> Who the freak cares about Greenville, North Carolina? That's what you're mad about. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. The world was a little bit. It. it I was as messing you re- as you realize that the world is bigger, um, it became smaller for you, right? Right. I was with small-minded people, and I was just like, I was like, you don't even know how big this world is. Right. You're a blip on the radar. Right. So I met all these New Yorkers. So that's when I got, I was like, I would meet New Yorkers, and then my, most of my friends in New York would just talk about New York all the time. I was like, oh, my God, y'all talk about New York all the time. We are not in Brooklyn anymore. <laughs> how, how, so, question. So, was there, so, when you were moving around, there was social media, right? No, there was no social media. There was no social media. Nothing? MySpace came out, like, when I was in high school. I was in Sconex. One of my fr- close friends met his, well, they're, they're, they're separated now, but met his girlfriend for like, they were together for like six years on Sconex. Do you what know what Sconex? No. Sconex? Sconex was like the original MySpace. I thought Black Planet was the original MySpace. I don't know how old Black Planet was, but Sconex was, for, for me, was like the original MySpace. I had Zanga. Don't know what that is. Zanga was like a blog where you can go to different pages and everything else. Add Zanga. Then MySpace came out. Maybe. So my question is. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. But my question is. There was no way to keep track of all these people that you met? AIM. AIM. That's what it was. AIM, yes. And MSN Messenger is how I kept in track of all my friends. MSN Messenger. I had it. Didn't really use it. AIM. I was aiming. I was aiming. Yeah. Because remember the sidekicks came out. Remember the sidekicks? Yeah, I my brother had one. I didn't have one. Sidekick, and that's how I kept my connections. It's because it had AIM Messenger on it. But I, I guess I was kind of jealous of kids that grew up in the same, that grew up in the same neighborhood because you probably your sandbox friends were probably more than twelve years. My friends? Yeah. I, more my, than, I know one of my years. friends since I was two years old. Since we right. were two. I got friends that I probably met like in stages of like six years, five years, four years, three years, like that. Right, right. But we just kept in constant contact. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, no. My, some of my friends are, I and at this point in, in my life, I'm, I'm, I understand that not everybody's intended to take the entire journey with you, and I'm also able to look look at somebody and say, "You're gonna be in my life for some time. I I can see that you're gonna be somebody that I am going to keep around." Right. That's I'm, why I'm good at adapting. You can probably tell I'm always good at adapting. I'm just like, oh, right. On your toe. And I'm good on my toes, too. It just comes from a different place. But I, you've seen how I operate and you can see how I am. I'm really. But it comes from a different place. I moved out when I was 16. And so I had to I had to stay 
moving fast. I have to be able to like adapt quickly. And when we're at a, we're at an event, we're at an event together, and all of a sudden you're like, I, you went this way. It's like, hey, I found something. I was like, oh, where were you at? I was like, oh yeah, this is how I found these codes. I'm like, oh, freak. yeah, yeah. Two different things. Uh, not to change topics, but uh, I remember uh, four days ago you came to I came to your office and you're talking about what was that thing called that you saw in Black Mirror that you're talking about? Oh, I, I was talking about you're talking about the episode on Black Mirror where everybody. Uh, it's called Nosedive. It's, it's, it's on season three, mm-hmm. and it's where people use their likes for as pretty much as your credit. What do you mean, your credit? Your credit. And so, so I'll give you an example. This girl, she couldn't get approved for an apartment because her likes weren't exactly what they were supposed to be at. This other guy couldn't get into work, into the work building because his likes dropped below a certain amount. So people are rating you. Right. As credit. As credit. And it's so, it's ridiculous because as you post, say, for example, you post a picture, it depends on those likes, right? Uh-huh. It's so interesting because there's, there's a scene in there where there's this really, this it looks a, a cookie. There's a cookie that looks really attractive and the, the girl wants to eat the cookie, right? And so she takes a bite out of she First, she takes a, a picture of it and puts it on social media to get likes. And it looks... It says like delicious or something like that, and then mm-hmm. she bites it, and it's disgusting. And it goes to show that, like grass, the grass looks greener on the other side, right? So people are taking these likes, and, and looking at this picture, it's like, oh man, that cookie looks so good, but it's not, right? right? And it just plays on on this idea of we're all faking the funk. We're all walking through life just being fake. The, the guy who couldn't get into the office. Before that, his his points were dropping, his likes were dropping. He's coming to work like, "Hey, I got lattes for everybody." Mm-hmm. No, bro, one star, one star. You know, I wouldn't mind that system. No, you I, could I rate think, somebody. No, I wouldn't. I, I think that'd be a good idea. It's happening now. You look at your Uber account. Check out your Uber account. You you've been rated already. They better rate me five stars. No, you might not be rated five star. Uh. That's the rate, the rate process. Uh, another one, what was it? What was the other one you said that was blocking? Oh, White Christmas. That's another episode. Oh, we spoke a lot about this, this show, Blackmore. That's another episode where where you can block somebody. You could just, you, you block them, and once you block, they go all white, and you can't see them, and you can't hear them. And they can't see you, and they can't hear you. But in our notes, you said blocking, men blocking. Oh, you're talking about when I was saying that I wanted to highlight that it think it I think it's weird when men just get in their emotions. And this applies to anybody, right? Really, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be men. I'm only speaking from the male's point of view because so that's all dudes. I've ever been. Right. Right. You've never been a woman. I've never no. in your life. In my life, yeah, things might change in the future. I no, it will. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so I think it's weird when when. Well, you know what? I can't even hate. I've blocked before. You've blocked me. I wouldn't even say block. I would say more defensive encoachment. You know what I mean? I just ran off sides when I wouldn't. Uh, I remember I was in college talking to this young woman, same chick that I, um, excuse me, same woman that I created this fake uh, identity, the, the Defining Nemo. And she happened to be talking to this dude at the time. And 
when we started talking, her and the dude were on break, but he was just, you know, he was shaking and baking out on college campuses and everything else. And all of a sudden, I told her, I was like, hey, I got a couple gigs. Maybe we can hang out on Saturday. And all of a sudden, true story, I get a phone call because I have a mutual friend. He goes, Vroom, what's up, Jared? I was like, hey, what's up? And he goes, yeah, we got a mutual friend. He goes, are you taking her out on Saturday? I was like, yeah, it's in two weeks. Why? What's going on? He goes, I just wanted to know. I was like, are you talking to her? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And then after me and her started talking to her, she would, uh, I was like, I asked her, I was like, are you guys together? She goes, you know, we're on and off, everything else. And I talked to him on the phone. I was like, you know, she's not livestock, you know what I mean? You're free to do what you want. But I was like, hey, man, if you want her, this is how you get her. Because when she starts talking to me, she's going to never think about you. <laughs> it's going to be over. I said, you either marry her, you either tell her you love her, or y'all start having kids. Because once we hang out after Saturday, it's going to be over. That's what I told him. I gave him the fair shot right there. Then we're supposed to link up for, um, she doesn't know we talked already about her. But we're supposed to link up Saturday, take her to the movies. But since I talked to her about her, about her talking to him, I was like, I was going to be doing something slick, right? So after the movie theater, I was going to drive her back to his place. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared to drop her off at his place. and goes, hey, I should just drop you off here because I know you guys are kicking it, right? And as I'm preparing to do that, she calls me Saturday. Goes, hey, can you pick me up from his place? I'm over here right now. Oh man, nervous, nervous. And this is when I blocked on accident. I didn't. Blo- I just blocked. I told her I was like, what? I was like, what do you see of him? She goes, he's a nice guy. Everything else. And she goes, but you're a nice guy as well. And I said, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what he's up to, but I'm gonna say this. I said, ain't nothing. Oh, it's three o'clock in the morning. I took her home at three o'clock in the morning. We finished hanging the movie, hanging out. I said, look, ain't nothing open right now except you and Walmart. Mm. I said, the only difference between Walmart, people pay to get in. And I said, you have I said, you don't even, I said, you don't even get your Facebook status the same as him. Mm. And when I tell you she didn't walk in the house, she said, drop me off home. I said, do please, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the thing, though. Uh, but that I didn't was... mean to block, though, man. I was, uh, I, I repent for that blocking. I didn't mean to block on that man. That's a, that, that's a fantastic story. Fantastic. However, that's not what I was talking about. What? You were talking about blocking? <laughs> I was talking about blocking on the social media. <laughs> but that was that was too good. I couldn't stop you. I, I You started off and I just couldn't stop you. To the dudes out there, forgive me. I've never blocked on a man on purpose. That was just happened. That just happened to be a shot that I threw. And I just want to say that right now, that couple... They're married right now with three kids. Oh, okay. So he he, he did exactly he got what on I his th- he got on his he got on it. All right. What is blocking? Blocking from like social media? Yeah, I think that I think that sometimes um, you get into your emotions and just start blocking everybody. Like, look, it, it's really easy to get to anybody's page. You know what I mean? Simple. So you're doing the most now. You you what you're doing is showing her how upset you are, instead of talking. But you do you feel like this right? I think sometimes it's okay to block people because I don't think it's fair for someone to view my life if they don't want to be inside of it. It's just that if you're going to post something, I am firm believer. You see, I don't put, post a lot of things on social media I because I believe that the moment you post anything, anything, it's up for anybody to see. Correct. So, so when you start to create like a little fence again around your life and then start throwing things over the fence and you're upset that the neighbor sees what you like, what do you, you know what I mean? Right. You should, if you're going to post it on social media, then let everybody see it because. 
No, I agree. I think no one should have their page private at all. What's Everybody, the point of having your page private? You're on social media. Your closest friend is going to take a picture of it and show it to their other friend, and now everybody's seeing your picture. The government's already watching us, so what's the point of... I think it's a silly idea. I think it's a way for you to... It's the only way to show somebody how upset you are and instead of using your words. Like, listen, what you did last week really upset me. I'm having a hard time processing it, and I just don't have the, the vocabulary to, to tell you how upset I am right now. Okay, well, what about this? What if you're being stalked? Do you think you should block a stalker? Are they stalking or creeping? Well, what's the difference? Stalking mm, and creeping? I, I guess we a, have to just unpack what's a, it. What's a creep? I think a creep is somebody who's just really means you like ill will and just has some malice and wants to hurt you. Because we're all stalking each other. We are stalking. That's what I'm saying. We're just being honest. We're, we're all stalking. We're all stalking. A creep is somebody who wants to just creepy, you know, just wants to do weird stuff and just, you know, there, there's plenty. There's, there's a there is a clear cut line between the two, stalking and creeping. But I think that line is kind of thin because. How many times have you been on someone's page and you went all the way to like 97 weeks in? I've, I've never gone anybody's face that far back. I want to see what they look like. I want to see their transition of life, how they grew up. The what furthest I'll go is like if, if, let's say for example, you see somebody and they'll like cut their hair or they went to a like through a life altering moment in their lives and you want to see them before that and, and after that. But as far as like just to check somebody out, I don't think I don't I don't have the time for it. Not to check anyone out, but I feel like social media tells a story about a person. I think social media tells the story, the story. The person tells you the story that you want to know. And so you're not getting their story. You know nothing about them. I think I personally I, 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 I disagree. I think once I look at a person's Instagram or Facebook, I know exactly who they are. No. And who they're pretending There's to be. There's no way. I can feel it. Pretending? Yes. I can you, see who they You can pretending. see who they, that they're pretending, but it doesn't mean you don't know the level of insight like a person is carrying based on their picture. You don't know their feelings, their emotions. You don't know if they can hold the conversation or not. You don't know what they do for a living if they, if they haven't posted it up. You don't know what their wants, desires are. You don't know what their morals and values. You know nothing about them except for that picture at that donut shop. That's picture all you know. says a thousand words, though. I, I hear you. You got 20,000 pictures. That's, tw that's dang near right. what? And real 20,000 words. And a real life conversation with the person will give you two million words. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But at the same time, different, right? When I go on someone's Facebook, like when someone adds me, first thing I do is hit the back page and start whatever they started with, and just look through their pictures. Like, oh, this is what they used to be like. Mm. This is what they're compensating for. I think you have to account for growth too. You count for growth, but I don't. Reason why I don't like like a lot of people at my my job, I block them off social media because why not, right? You know what I mean? I feel like they don't get to see that part of my life, but I feel like once you see that part of my life, you can pretty much get a gift of who I am. My think, personality is through my a, social media. I think you're a clown. No, that's disrespectful. Just, clowns go to school. That's a highly paid job. There's real clowns out there that do hard Wh work. What? Yeah. You know, it's clown school. It's $70,000. <laughs> I would never disrespect a clown and say I'm a part of that yeah, community. You see what I mean? You are a clown. That right, right. there was. I, that's there's real clowns out there. You know that do work. You know what I mean? You know my makeup ain't like that. There's real clowns out there. Oh, that's hilarious. If I could look at your social media, if I'm looking at your social media, what do you think it says? I, your Snapchat. I think your. You don't think your Snapchat tells about a little bit about you? A little your bit. Your personality. Yeah, a bit. But 
but nobody on my Snapchat, I'm, I'm, I'm usually like being silly. And I am silly. I can't be silly. I think your Instagram doesn't, your Instagram doesn't show who you are, but my Instagram probably should, gives you a glimpse of who I could be or who I am. You have no idea what I got going on once you stroll through my, I got 43 pictures. How can I put my, how can I explain myself in 43 pictures? Like, it's not possible. There's so much more to me. I can put 43 pictures of things that I like, 43, 43 pictures of things that I'm into, 43 pictures, 43 pictures of my mom alone. You know what I mean? Correct. But it doesn't speak to who I am, what I stand for, where I, where, what, what my goals are, where I'm going. No, Instagram is designed. Listen, it has become something else. I, I, feel, I feel terrible because it's they have to study Forbes. You know, Forbes just put out an article about what social media does to to humans, right? Go ahead. What does it do? It's saying there's so there's a few things that it says that it does. Um, one of the things is it's addicting. We know that, right? And it people is. use it to escape reality. To escape, um, it's it triggers sadness and less well being. Um, studies show that that people have that they're they're having less moment to moment happiness. I agree with that. It says people start to compare lives instead of living lives. They do that, yes. Um, because you have more friends on on social media doesn't mean that you're more social. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. Because you can have a million people on your Instagram and still be at home Socially nine to five. Socially awkward, everything else. You know? Well, I think some people use it to hide. But I think about like me. So you're not a stand-up comic. You're an animator, right? Mm-hmm. So. So as a stand-up comic, I have to show that I'm active on social media. Okay. It's active content. You know what I mean? But is your comedy the only thing? But I don't put stand-up up there. I would, like me, throughout the day, my stand-up, you have to see it live. I put my stand-up on social media. There's no point in you coming to a show because you've seen most of it before. I get that. But what I'm saying is, does comedy define you? In a way, it does. Is that all you are? No, that's not all I am. But uh, but your but your Instagram would say, oh, he's a comedian all the time. No, it doesn't. What do you mean? If you look at my Instagram, I do look at your Instagram. It doesn't. It's nothing. Nothing but jokes. It's me in different countries. It's I'm gonna, me online. I'm gonna block you now. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting blocked. But I mean, when I'm when I'm with my lady and we're at stuff like that, she's like, don't post that on Instagram. You know what I mean? She's like, sometimes she doesn't. I always so, I, so I will nobody ask will her, know. So nobody will know that side. No, it is. I was like, I can't. I'll write. I can't post it. Some things like when she got accepted to go to London, I just happened to be recording at the time, and I got that moment, and I knew that this moment was not made for the world. Right, and so nobody can know that. That's all you. So that moment is who you are too. You know what I mean? Even even to decide that you wouldn't put it on Instagram. But knowing that's, I was recording though, you know what I mean? Like I'm always recording everything. I think we could go back and forth on this for, for hours. I don't think that you can look into Instagram and instantly know that person. No, you're right. You're right. You can't know a person. I think more Facebook, I can understand a person. You know, if it's a friend, I feel like I can get an idea of who the person is. Well, Facebook has gotten out of control. It's just, you start family treeing. Like right. It's, it's I'm, maybe I'm talking about that one. That one, more Facebook. Yeah, Instagram's fake. Like, you can look at someone's page that's selling flat tummy tea, and they can tell me that they've... Did it, made this great body through working at the gym, and I know there's Make some surgery scars. They went to they went to DR and got the straight to DR. The two the two for one package. They got like, the Venezuelan special. Come on, man! It's just it's just too much. But I, I just we're just stalkers now. We live in a world where we're stalking everybody. Mm-hmm. 
Like we we stalk Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. we stalk everything. I know all this information, dude. I guess I'm a stalker. Yeah, I'm telling you, social media. I can Google a person if I don't know anything about someone. I can just Google and see what they're about. Google them, and then and then you can Google what's their Instagram, what's their Twitter. My Twitter is nothing but shenanigans. Don't say that. Shenanigans. You ain't deleted your Twitter yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> you gotta do that. Yeah, I do. You gotta delete those old tweets. Um, what else we got? So you you mentioned Venezuela. I think that's interesting because a lot of people from Venezuela are traveling to Dominican Republic. Somebody actually mentioned that, and I'm going to save this topic for a different podcast because I think it's an interesting conversation to add to our our conversation about uh, racism in DR. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the women who are marrying to be in DR. What do you mean they're marrying to well, stay in DR? Yes. Are you not for uh, no. anyways, I we could talk about that in the next topic, but okay. what I say I say that to to talk about the show that I that I've been watching a lot of the ninety day fiance. <laughs> I watched season one. You, you finally watched the got first, my, uh, yes, I, I did. told you I've been talking to you about it for quite some season time. Season one. I just followed most of all of them on Instagram. Oh really? Uh yeah. I haven't added any of them. What's the Colombian girl? The Colombian girl, I think and she's the boy from Oklahoma. I didn't think they would last. I'm gonna be honest. They, they have their like, family. Family, they got a son now. I, I don't know. I haven't watched the second season, but the first season, you can tell it was raw because they weren't looking at camera angles. They're looking weird and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And when when she came downstairs and that little, that little, uh, the little, uh, little the Spanish pajama. booty shorts and stuff like that, <laughs> that mom couldn't take it at Grandma all. Grandma was like, uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you maybe you should go change it to something go more appropriate. And, go upstairs and put and the, on a And room. the husband's just sitting there like, oh, let me keep my mouth shut. <laughs> the, the, the father was just sitting there, let me keep my mouth shut. They were trying to force her to eat bacon. For yeah, talking about eating bacon, and it you could just tell that that was definitely. It wasn't a strange couple, but it they they were just very two totally different people. And that's okay. That I think this that that's why I brought up the show because it sh- it goes to show like so uh, apparently I wanted to look up if any of this was staged. I think I mentioned this before. If any of it was staged and it wasn't. Um, what they do is they, they find couples who are already in the K-1 process, going through the K-1, because it's a K-1 visa, mm-hmm. that they're going through that process and sort of follow them around. But what they do, in, what they have done in the past is if a moment happens, like a natural moment occurs, and they aren't able to catch it on camera, they'll have them redo it. But it was a moment that was already, that had oh, already, they already done it before. Yeah. And so it was natural, it happened natural, but the, the cameraman was unable to capture it, and so they'll have them do it again, and, and they'll spice it up a little bit. So I think that football scene was probably recaptured Which, when, her, when she was playing football. He took her to a tailgating thing. And oh, then, oh, oh, oh. She, did she get up on the ball? N- no, she um, <clears throat> she was just catching football, throwing footballs and stuff like that, and they were tackling and stuff like Maybe. that. Maybe, but she, she might really... <clears throat> might be. That one, that, one, that couple was funny to me. The other couple was the Russian girl and the white dude from Cleveland, Ohio. Is he the one who promised her money? No, he didn't promise her money. She got her work visa canceled and then that's when he swooped in. Mm. So she was she wasn't showing him no love at all. And then all of a sudden he started hanging out with some girls and then all of a sudden she goes, Maybe I should get a little intimate with him now <laughs> <laughs> She got to start getting jealous. I there. just really think it's interesting. Like the couples I, I saw, there's one, I can't remember what season it is, but there's one where it's like this kid, this, this Cuban kid 
or Colombian. I can't remember, but he comes over and he's with this with this uh, white woman and she's in the middle of nowhere and he's she comes up on the TV and he's like I don't know, but he stopped picking up my phone calls. I just want to see him. And then it cuts to him, and he's, like, in the middle of the highway just walking, just walking because he can't get around. He has no way to get around, but he just wants to be in America. Like, you could just tell that he didn't want to be in America. And I I like the chemistry between the couples who actually love each other. You can see who actually love each other and Mm -hmm. the ones who are just trying to get a visa. The well, what is where where were they at? What city or what state were they in? I'd have to look it back. I look it, it, watch the episodes again. But I just want to go home. <laughs> like I just want to go home. There was one. There was the Brazilian girl, and this other dude, nerdy dude, and he was like twenty nine. She was twenty one. That was the only thing I was like, eh, she's a young girl. There, there was another guy. You didn't see this? Like a fifty eight year old man with a nineteen year old Filipino. He was fifty eight. He's like fifty eight. She wasn't. She was 19? She was 19. He has a 21-year-old daughter. No, I didn't see that one. The one, this other Filipino girl, the white dude had two kids, and the mom, mom was like some motorcycle chick, and then she moved in with them. She was talking about how dirty the house was, how dirty the house was. <laughs> Culture shock. And the whole time they were saying, like, they were saying some, some racist stuff to her, saying, like, we know Filipinos beat their kids, so we don't want you to beat the kids. <laughs> I was like, what the freak? Cultural shock, man. Right. My friend's mom was Filipino. She did. That's prejudice. That's prejudice. She did. They do be beating people up. What? The Philippines? My friend. No. Yeah, she's from the Philippines. No, you can't say that because I'm Dominican. I got whoopings. I got spankings too. So, yeah. My friends were Filipinos and their moms beat us. They they got beat just as much as we did. I said, man, I'm going to go home. Y'all get beaten just like we do. (laughs) Every time I come over here, y'all get spankings. I'm going to fade out of here. Oh, no, 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 no. They they got this at home, too. I don't want to, I don't want extra. Did you, so you watched, I only watched season one, but it seemed like that was more accurate. I watched sporadic, like, I I get home and this is what my family's watching and I just like, I just grab a pillow and just like lay up somewhere and watch whatever episode they're on, whatever season they're on. 90 Day Fiance. It's a pretty good show. No, I think I like it's hilarious. It. I like it. I like it. I love it when people who are not supposed to be on camera are on camera. Right. Socially awkward. Because you can tell they're looking at boom mics the whole time. They're looking around. But the one that popped out was Paula. Paula from Colombia. From Colombia. Yeah. She, you know, the camera loved her. <laughs> well, she, she was saying she was a model before. She, so yeah, you can tell. And they're still together too. Yeah, she was. There was a time where she was like, "I he lost his job and I can't." Oh no, he I'm, lost his job. I'm the only one paying all the bills now, and I was a I was a model in Colombia, and I can't I can't I can't I can't do it here because there's not the same gigs. So I'm putting videos of me working out in on Instagram. No, she didn't. That's I, she, I'm so serious. She's her popping through Instagram. Yeah, she she's lit on Instagram. No, right? I did. I just follow her. She got mad followers. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I liked it when uh, the dude got jealous when they went dancing. So they I went didn't see da- that they went dancing and he couldn't dance. He's from Oklahoma. He don't got no rhythm. <laughs> so the <laughs> most people from Oklahoma they can line dance, but they're doing like the the bacha- I don't know what it was the salsa. And then the Spanish dude, the constructor, start dancing with her, and he goes, "Hold up, hold up, Ricky, Ricky Suave, <laughs> hold up, Ricky Suave." Oh, you can tell all of his friends were like amazed that he had her too the whole time. Like oh from Colombia oh Paula oh Paula <laughs> oh man I like stories that though I like those dudes that socially awkward and they find that girl sometimes I think that a lot of people could find people when they go outside the country yeah 
Well, I, I, somebody told me alone here in America. This is somebody a big world. once told me like you, everybody's so hell bent on on like finding love and and like we live in New York City. There's like nine million people or so, like eight million people here, something like that. Right. And and the person told me like you you think you're gonna find your soulmate around the corner? There's nine there's there's nine billion people around the world. Your soulmate could be in Morocco right now. Right. You know, your soulmate could be in Madagascar. Your soulmate could be in Australia. Your soulmate could be in Finland. Right. And you and you local. You better get on that screen. You're local. You're local. All you do is go to DR and back. <laughs> All you do is spring, go to DR. Spring break, you're in, you're in Miami, Florida, and right. you're back. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that haven't left the Bronx. They haven't left New York. Right. Your soulmate could be in Brazil right now. You're playing. Yeah. You better get that carnival ticket and get up out of here. <laughs> Uh, questions. I want to read you the question that someone sent about one of these episodes that you did. And I want to read the question. And if it's, I, I told the person, if it's longer than a paragraph, we're not going to be reading it. <laughs> no, we'll read everything. We'll just, we just right, can't put it out. This is, this is what she wrote. Hey, Letho and Waters. I'm hoping this email finds you well, finds that both of you are in great, greatest health. Anyways, I'm sending an email in response to episode three that I came across and I took immediate interest by the introduction topic. You're single and you tell the world you're okay in being single, but you're not. Sit tight because this might be a lengthy email. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. This thing, is, <laughs> this thing is more than seven paragraphs long and I'm not writing dissertation papers. So this is what she says. She likes the Cardi B, blah, 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 blah. Here it is. Here it goes. This is especially for you. This ain't for me because you said it. I do agree with you when it comes to developmental stage of a person's maturity level. Impractically speaking, research has shown and demonstrated that a person does not meet their mental maturity until the age of 26, as this is the when the frontal lobe reaches its complete development. The, excuse me, the frontal lobe is basically an individual control panel and is responsible for various functions from the way we communicate down to how we form our judgments. This is why sometimes a few make S-word decisions and we must not beat ourselves up for it. I also think, however, that while our physical mental maturation is determined by the specific part of our brain, I do believe the way individuals are cultured in our experiences, including socialization, plays an important role in our growth. So one thing depends on the other. Is there a question in there? Man, I'm on the third paragraph. <laughs> and I skipped like four different paragraphs. I'm a, let me highlight it. Uh, you know what? We got to take we got a table this this is, is I don't know what the okay here it is this is yep here it is okay there it is right here here we go all right at some point in life between the age 24 and 27 I strongly feel that I was okay being single but of course at 29 this belief has shifted I don't want to be single while I may enjoy alone time it's very easy to feel lonely and I'm not sure I want to spend another five years this way there it is. That's the question. Okay. What was the question? So she's saying, it is within the thought that living in a first world country provides one the opportunity and the resources to pick and choose from dating. She's saying in third world countries, they don't have the resources to choose that they're dating, that they're dating and sometimes they don't have the choice to say they're okay that they're single. Mm, okay. There I, it is. I, it took seven paragraphs to get to that point. Okay. So that's true. Um, I mean, if you live in a small town and you don't have money to get out of that small town, 
and all you have is Juanita. <laughs> you know, it's, this is it. Juanita, is, that's your soulmate right there. No, but plays back to what you just said. What? This world is huge. Right. Just because you're in a third world country don't mean your man ain't in a first world country or a second world country. Right. You just got to get out there. You got to, you better get out. What do we say? What that website to get on? What? I don't know. What? What's a website for the world dating? Okay, Cupid. You better okay get on international, international. Okay, Cupid. Yeah. At, at this point in the game, the phones are cheap. Social media, Facebook. You can meet just about anybody. But the truth is to get out there. You got to get out. You really there. just have to get out there. And don't shake and bake hurt. You know what I mean. We can feel the hurtness. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last uh, a question. This is a question from. Uh, another dude. He is a artist. He is a tattoo artist, right? Tattoo artist. Do you have any tattoos? I do not. Really? No tattoos at all. Uh, he is a tattoo artist, and this is what he said. No. Go ahead. Question. Tell me what you think about. All right. So this is a question, right? Uh, hey, Lito, Mr. Waters, how's everything? Uh, quick question. Would you able to be discussing tattoos? Because I know some religions accept it and some others don't and what is your views on christianity and i just want to let the people know that email us uh, even though i'm a christian i don't speak for all christians and i don't know all the answers <laughs> however with tattoos i did do some research about tattoos uh so in the bible right in isaiah 44 it says god pretty much says one will say i am the lord and another will call himself by the name of jacob and another i will even brand and tattoo his hand upon my name so god says he puts tattoos on himself so i know back in the day i know they said that um uh it says in leviticus right back it says do not cut your bodies or put a tattoo mark yourselves i am your lord and i will make the cuttings and flesh from the dead pretty much said uh, i'll read it slower if you don't mean do not cut your bodies for the dead do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoos or mark yourselves for the dead so pretty much in the bible it's saying like don't put tattoos for the dead meaning like 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 idols and stuff like that. And this is what I read from this book, Joyce Like R.I.P. Not R.I.P. Just saying like you're doing it for like false idols. You know what I mean? Like it said, like people talk about piercings and it says like in piercings, it said, uh, this is in Ezekiel. In Ezekiel 16, 9 through 13, God said, I put an earring in all of them and I put nose rings in all of them. So I feel like a lot of people hit me up about like going to church and it's like, I don't want to, my chick we work with says, like, I don't like covering up my tattoos when I go to church. And I'm like, look, come to my church. You can come with tattoos. You can come as you want. The Bible says come as you are. So, like, don't feel discouraged you have tattoos or anything else. And then it says in Isaiah 49, 16, it says Jesus goes, or God, excuse me, because it's in dark letters. I have tattooed your name upon my palm and before me a picture of Jerusalem walls ruined. So pretty much God has like tattoos. So when you get up to heaven, God might look like a, a cholo. You know what I mean? He might actually he was sitting there talking talking to him. He got tattoos all over his back. So I, I actually just seen a uh an interesting meme. It says it says, What if when you get to heaven it's a call center for prayers? Oh. <laughs> You're just sitting there answering prayers. No, I, I hope it ain't like that. <laughs> I hope it's not. But I, I get what my the dude was talking about tattoos. Uh, he's a tattoo artist, and I guess people give him a hard time about doing tattoos. But technically in the Bible, it says that God has a tattoo himself. So, you know, you can interpret the Bible you want to, but that's what it says about tattoos. 
And uh, someone wrote us about eternity, but we will not go into eternity on this podcast. No, no, we'll no. We'll be no. there all day talking about that. Tattoos. I myself don't have any tattoos, and I don't see myself getting any tattoos anytime soon. Me either. I just I don't I don't I don't know what tattoo I would get. And the way my my muscles keep changing, I don't want a tattoo to shrink or I don't want it to right. expand. I, however, don't see a problem with a woman having a tattoo. At first, I was completely against it, but. I'm just over it. At this point in the game, my list of requirements has shortened, but the things that have remained are very important to me. And t- tattoos are not on that list. You can have them or not have them. Yeah, I like. That. I think tattoos are. I, I like them. I don't. Yeah, if I ever got a tattoo, I would get like I would get one on my ring finger if I can't, because I don't like the way rings. I don't like how rings fit on my ring finger. It chokes it. But I weirdly enough, and this is this might sound very weird. I like face tattoos, face and neck tattoos. On females? On, on anybody. I think it, I like it, but I will never do that. Mm. I like it when they got tattoos on their knuckles. Knuckles? Yeah. Girls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. like knuckle tattoos. I like knuckles. Uh, I like face, neck. I like it. I like tattoos, but I don't want one. I don't want one on my body. I think a cool tattoo, you know how like when girls have like a kneecap that looks like a face in it? You ever seen a kneecap that like sucks in and looks like an old man's face in there? Mm-mm. I think that'd be a cool tattoo if they just put like eyebrows and like have the man slowly wrinkling up on top of the, on the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get out. I want to do I want to do one more question from from the people. Final question. Then we're gonna go with the gem of the week. This question is actually very unique, right? Uh, hey Lito, hey Waters, right? What is the dumbest thing you've done for love? Mm, I like that. Um, I'd have to say getting married. Ah oh, man, come on. Yeah. You gonna go that route? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the dumbest thing you've done for love? Absolutely. Why would you say that's the dumbest thing in your love? Because you were happy at one point. No, no, I was I was completely happy. I can't say that I it's just that I it ended up that that wasn't the person for me. Which is okay. I want her to be happy and it's just we went through our that experience and it was a very positive experience. I grew from it. I am the man that I am today. I walk and talk the way that I do because of a lot because of that conversation i mean that relationship that i had most of it was based off of that but i still think that it was a very impulsive move um i think that a lot of our moments were weighed more because we were married but what what does that mean weighed more because you're married because you can we couldn't just walk away from each other does that make sense you i couldn't just block her on instagram when she's my girlfriend it's like i i just won't say we're done gotta stay because that little piece of paper was also signed but there's more to it marriage is supposed to be forever do you look on her social media at all i don't i don't check on her at all would you be concerned if she checked do you think she checks on you at all i don't know but if she did i'd at that point just reach out to me you don't have to you know you don't have to be sneaky about you don't think it'd be strange if she reached out to you You don't think your emotions would go all the way back to when you're married and everything else if she I, reaches out to you i think i'm past that I think I've I've really healed from that, and I don't think I would. I want her. I think she's great, but I know what I want in a relationship. I know what kind of person I want, and it doesn't mean that she can't be that person because she's changed, right? I'm sure 100% that she's changed, and she's a different person, and she might be that person now, you know? But the person I was with, I don't want to be anywhere near. Freak. Yeah. Even friends? Can y'all be friends now? Uh, absolutely. Are you friends now? 
I we don't speak. So I don't. No. What, what's a, no? I guess not. Mm. That was ooh. Was that a lot? That, that, I'm not gonna lie. That's that's that's, that's two Gatorades full right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dumbest thing I done for love was actually recently. What? Recently. You didn't get it. You didn't do enough for Valentine. No, no, no. That's that was pretty stupid. You know what? That wasn't as dumb <laughs> as what I did. <laughs> I didn't. The crazy thing I've done for love is I bought two iPhone X's. Oh, two. And you called me out on it, and you said I, I was gonna do it. I and told, I told you, you, you I wasn't gonna do it. And you did. And I did. Uh, my lady was robbed in London. Right? Someone snatched her iPhone X, and she went back down to an iPhone six. And I was like, "Well, God has humbled you." <laughs> <laughs> I told you to be buying another one. It's just but the one. best thing about buying the second iPhone X now I know how to buy iPhones now. Right, you, it's you, so better. You can just get an iPhone instead of going one. to yep. the Apple Store. Yep. People are out here get selling iPhones. They're expensive as f still. You know what I mean? But still, I'd rather cut the middleman out and just get an iPhone. Works mm-hmm. the same. Everything mm-hmm. else. That was the crazy thing. I, I wouldn't say. Yours is very more longer than my explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes I relate mine to money, but that was the craziest thing. Uh, let's get out of here with some gems because I think the people need a gem. We've been getting a lot of feedback about Bitcoins, how to start a Bitcoin, how to start with Binance. So we're going to go to part two of what do you do after you use the code? How do you start buying and trading with cryptocurrency? So once you're on the site, once you're on the on the app or the site, either one, the site is a little bit more complicated. That's why I don't like to use it. It's, it's not as user-friendly as the app. Okay. But once you're on there, you want to make sure that you transfer your Bitcoins into Binance, right? And Walk us through that. How do you transfer your, your Bitcoins to Binance? So your wallet, what's called your wallet, is where your money will be stored, right? Your wallet has a address, an address. It's a long number. It's a long uh, number that's, excuse me, it's a has numbers and letters right the address will be made up of numbers and letters you copy it and then you go onto the binance app i'm sorry you go into the coinbase app and you say send right you want to okay so let's walk us through it so you go to your wallet on coinbase Mm -hmm. right and you are taking your you're taking bitcoin the the bitcoin or ethereum either one i suggest ethereum because it transfers a lot faster so you take the ethereum and you're transferring it to your Binance account. To your Binance. So you're sending Ethereum from Coinbase to Binance. So when you when it gets to Binance, at that point, you can start trading. So you buy whatever coin you want. So the goal is to take the money that's already money and transfer it into to a Bitcoin. Then you take your Ethereum and you send it to your Binance app. Correct. Okay, good. Once it's in Binance, you want to sell it. Right, you you take this Ethereum and you sell it, and it'll convert immediately to Bitcoins, and then from there you you break it into whatever piece, however many pieces you want, or you just you trade the entire thing. I wouldn't trade, never put all of your eggs in one basket, right? So I have several coins that I purchased. One of them is Neo. Neo um generates dividends right so just like stock it generates dividend the good thing about neo is is that it generates dividend monthly versus the stock that generates it every three months so if you if you're not if you don't know how to trade and you know you just want to generate money then i I would buy neo right and you store it and it'll just every month pay you out 
in what's called gas. Gas and neon are pretty much the same thing. Gas is right now, when I first started seeing gas, gas was like at 30 cents, right? Okay. But it's shot up now to, it's about $2.18. So if, I'd, if I had stored a bunch of neos and just let it stock up, as the as the gas amount grows, right, I would have been making all that money because I could have stored a hundred thousand gas when it was thirty cents, and and watch it grow to two dollars and eighty cents. What would be a good thing to start out with trading? So would you say take twenty dollars? I would say and play with it a hundred dollars. Never wow. Yeah, never play, never trade any money that you're not willing to lose. But I'm gonna tell you this. If, if this money that you're using was going to go to Mama Sushi, to, to the Dykeman on Friday, Mama do you get what I'm saying? Right. If it was going to go to that, it's better if it goes to to trading. And you can find out if you win, if you lose, yeah. everything else. Yeah. And if any they, anybody can reach out to me, they know my um, Instagram ways to reach out to me and contact me, and I'll help them. I'll walk them through it. So if you ever listen to them, you already have his reference code, right? So use the reference code. And once you reference code, feel free to email if you have any other questions about Bitcoin. You're getting a lot of emails about step two. So that was step two. And step three, we'll do on episode seven. Episode seven. Episode seven. Great conversation. Thank you for coming out. Oh, and we have a comedy show coming up. We're going to oh. let you know when the comments Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll be hosting Senor Aguas and Mr. Lito's Which Way is Up Variety Show. Variety Show. We'll let you know the location. We want everyone to come out, have some fun. We got some funny comedians there. A great DJ. Everything else is happening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Which Way is Up. Download Anchor if you have a chance. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. Peace. Thanks, say.